we're, we're rolling. It's a Friday afternoon. Um, for we're late. Me and Jonathan on the West Coast. Um, I'm not sure what time it is in uh, Saudi Arabia, but um, I, I'd imagine it's it's late or early. Um, but we, we're, we're talking racing because it's the penultimate race. And, um, I mean, we couldn't be closer. Literally, Max leads by what would be a win and a fastest lap by Lewis, um, even it, this given that Max gets second. But that's that's how close we are here. And that Mary Mail, I don't want to, you know, get right into it, but that very well might be what the result is this weekend. Yeah, there's a chance. I can't believe we're at it, but there's a chance that this weekend there is a crowned new world champion in Max Verstappen, although I don't think it happens. I think it's even better. I think it goes to the final race. Um, but hey, we're here. We're at Jeddah, the brand new uh, constructed track in Saudi Arabia. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the pictures, Chase, but uh, they, and at this point, at the time of recording, they've already had two practice sessions. So we're a day late. I've been moving into a new um, house this week. So apologies to our listeners for not being here on Thursday, but we did record uh, or, or at least note our predictions so we're not giving our race predictions after seeing practice results but i was going to say chase for jetta it would have changed it i don't think i don't think this is a, a shocking result from from today's practice session would you no, agree I, no it's not no it's not i mean we, we we have just like we said last time like we have two dogs that we have interchangeably or on the same level so i think everybody knows where we're going for for victor um, and we're, we're talking top three. So two of the names are going to be on there. And then like we do usually on this pod, there's usually one um, P3 or P2 surprise. Um, and we've kept that in store this week. But yeah, I'm surprised they got the, the track done. I was worried that Jetta, if you saw the photos, Chase, I was going to say that it was looking a little sketchy there um, for, for a while. The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix really pushed it to the last second to get a constructed track. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of been a little bit sketchy. I feel like it's the same song and dance with these newer or like um, Grand Prix they're bringing back, where they're they're making modifications or it's a totally new circuit like this one. And some of the drivers either have never raced on these tracks before or are are not used to like some of the the changes that have been made. I don't know how much Pirelli is like on top of this shit, but like. If I was one of these drivers, it's it's not Monza, it's not Monaco. There's nothing to bank on. Like, oh, I got to do this, that, and the other thing. It's it's kind of uncharted territory, which is fun. It's cool to see their reactions. Like you know, and like like we said, we're recording on Friday, so we've already seen first practice one and two, which will briefly summarize kind of where people stand so far. Um, and I think Chase, we should probably do predictions before uh, before practice kind of summary, so that it doesn't sound like we're doing our predictions after seeing today. But you know, the, I think Valtteri Bottas and Daniel Ricciardo both today, when they were going around um, the track, were were saying that it's freaking awesome to drive. I mean, this this uh, newly constructed street circuit at, at Jeddah in Saudi Arabia is seventy nine percent of the race is at full throttle, pedal to the metal, which is more than any other street circuit and and I believe any other circuit on the calendar. So you mentioned Monza and Monaco. What I've seen from a lot of the analysts is it's more Monza than Monaco as in total speed demon of a track. You're, you're, you're pushing the pedal Mm -hmm. to the metal. Um, but it's still a street circuit. It's still tight corners and we're either, uh, going to see and fingers crossed it's this side. We're either going to see, 
um, really good racing and a surprise finish uh, in this race if it's more like Monza. Or we could see a DRS train because, uh, you know, this is a, a long, long track uh, and not a lot of overtaking opportunities from the surface. So we'll see. But I'm pretty excited. Some of these drivers are having a really fun time getting up to high speeds. We already saw a crash uh, today. But, yeah, I'm really excited for this for this weekend and, and for qualifying tomorrow. We did, like, a little bit of a pre-race on our last post-race pod, actually. So we didn't feel too bad about skipping yesterday but still wanted to give listeners a a bit of a taste of what we expect this weekend. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm down to get right into um, our, our not our jotted down predictions. um, Cause mine is um, a little wacky threw a bit of a curveball, but which I'm known to do, but it hasn't really played out in in, in the free practice, but we'll, we'll get into it. So, um, I mean, yeah, if anybody thinks that we did these predictions after practice today, <laughs> they'll be they'll they'll be very clear after chases. Yeah, so um I'm not gonna, you know, bat around the bush here. It was uh Lewis Hamilton. I, I do think Lewis wins this. I think we go into the final race all tied up, actually. Um that's my prediction, is um that we're at even points through there. But after Lewis and then Max, um I got the old faithful. I'm going back to the, the former world champions. I think former world champions get on the podium two races in a row. And I think that Seb makes his way onto his first podium in two years, I'd say. Let's go. That's awesome. Yeah. So, no, that would be... The nicest guy, the nicest guy yeah. in the grid. Yeah, and he did a really nice... I saw, I mean, which I don't want to get too political, but like Saudi Arabia did not yeah. have laws that allowed women to drive up until like three years ago um which is insane and um i but seb being the great guy that he is um he hosted um some um women to the cart around the, the track and he was sort of leading that charge which i thought was a nice gesture and just something akin to what he's been doing throughout the year yeah i think i think seb is such a such a good guy it seems i mean we talked about it i think in a couple of um a couple of races ago like after races he'll go into the crowd he'll um recycle trash with the people that stay in the bleachers um seb is such a likable guy and um he's had a i'm not going to say a tough year because he has outperformed lance stroll but seb is a world champion so i think people expect him to but still um his last year at ferrari made him feel like he was um kind of old news but that'd be sick chase if, if we could get Sebastian Vettel on the podium this weekend, like you said, back-to-back former world champions that people thought wouldn't get on podiums. I'm rooting for that. My um, my prediction is is um, honestly a bit different, and I and I feel like a cheapskate as we get into the to the last two rounds. But my prediction is Lewis winning. Um, my surprise is that Valtteri Bottas would be getting second place, um, which would mean that. Verstappen gets third in a fastest lap, I think, Chase. So that would mean that Lewis would get 25 points. Botas gets 18, but he's null. I don't care about him in the championship race because he's not in it. So 25 for Lewis and 16 for Max. That would mean that Lewis would be leading by one point heading into the final race. Wow. I mean, imagine that and all the fastest laps that, I mean, you, you sometimes forget about that point. Not forget about it, but it's, there's a lot of strategy that goes into that one point before it to make that big of a difference, which it, it very much could. Um, that would be pretty insane. Um, but if your prediction plays out, 
it also it's also easy, like important to note how close we are on the constructors here. For sure, five points separate, even closer margin than the drivers' championship is. Is the constructors Mercedes is only up on Red Bull by five, so there's a lot. So Perez needs to beat Botas if Botas finishes second here, and then we, we, I keep on thinking that this is the last race just because of how tight it is. Um, but yeah, P- Perez and Botas, those second drivers need to come up clutch because it's it's a matter of between first and second in the constructors, it's a matter of ten twelve million dollars. Yeah, I mean. And for for the battle between Toto and Christian, like those are the big, some of the bigger personalities in this sport. It's it's fun to watch those two guys compete more than anything. So um, I'm I'm watching that closely because uh, it, it'd be fun to. I mean, it would be unthinkable to think someone could upset Mercedes just a few years, seasons ago. But Red Bulls put together um, a great car and then just enough on that second seat with what Sergio's been able to do. Um, so. No, definitely impressive, and then all the Valtteri drama. Like we don't have to get back into that, but um, you've got a guy in your second seat who's who will be not driving for you much <laughs> for after these two races. So no, it's, it's it, it'll be fascinating. Um, it, it, I think getting into more like the the free practice and what we saw today, it would not be shocking to see Valtteri back on that that one, two spot because Valtteri was just almost as fast as Lewis. Um, he, he has great um, one lap speed and we've seen it so often this year where Valtteri will be in the hunt for a pole position. And then as we know, his starts have just been abysmal um, and everybody can very quickly say like, Oh, he's too weak. He, you know, he's not aggressive enough. I just think that they're better racers than Valtteri. Um, and obviously I'm not alone with him getting demoted essentially from um, Mercedes to Alfa Romeo. Um, so yeah, I think that Valtteri has tremendous one lap speed. He's a very, very good qualifier. And this weekend, uh, I think that qualifying should be very, very important, especially if it's like we said, if it's a little bit towards Monaco this year, there were zero overtakes at Monaco. So that tells you all about everybody's favorite track, which is so sexy Monaco has no overtaking and hopefully Saudi Arabia is not, uh, is not Monaco. Hopefully it's just got enough fun stuff. I think chase that they're going to be, and this is kind of a nice segue into another practice result, but I think there's going to be some crashes here. I think turn, I think it's 23 turn 23 has the, um, 20, 22 is where, I mean, is that, is that where it happened? That's, that's where it happened. So get into it. So, yeah, I mean, Charles Leclerc, um, a guy that we both, I mean, not one of our, maybe our favorite, but like a guy we both like rooting for, um, just went off into the wall at turn 22. Um, and I mean, it was pretty nasty. Uh, Johnny, I think you'll clue us in a little bit more on like some of what they do with the power units. And yeah, and they're saying that he can um, use the same chassis and, and be totally fine into the qualifying tomorrow. But it was, I mean, it's gnar- it was gnarly. Um, he got out of his car okay, but there was definitely some some feeling that maybe he he wouldn't have been okay to race because it, it was pretty pretty. It was a big th- crash yeah. when when the cameras kind of zoomed in on it, and I was working while I was kind of paying attention to to the stream. Um, but they did the classic Formula One crash where they talk about it, they talk about it for like eight seconds, 
and they delay the photo of it because they just don't know how bad it is. Um, and then once you start to see movement, then they'll show the camera on it. Um, otherwise they kind of speak about it and it's out of respect for the drivers, but like, this was a huge crash. Uh, we haven't seen, we haven't seen a crash like this in definitely five or six races. I'm trying to even think if there has been an early crash so far this year, and I don't want to manifest it because I do think crashes could be an issue here. Um, I just knocked on wood, but, um, I do think that crashes could be an issue here, especially that turn 22. They banked similar to Zanvoort. They've banked a lot of these, um, a lot of these, you know, turns and, 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 and on the circuit. So you don't have runoff area. So if your car gets a little bit of squirrely, um, you're going right into a wall, which can just destroy the car. So it's kind of like Baku, um, kind of like some of those other street circuits that have banked walls like Monaco. Um, but you're going so much faster than Monaco here. So uh, pretty dangerous stuff. And hopefully these drivers really... Um, figure it out. I think some of the ballsier drivers could set better qualifying times just because they're pushing it. And Leclerc is one of those guys. I mean, he, he pushes it full throttle and they went through it on the lap chase and it was just the rear tires just spun out from behind him. It wasn't like he oversteered, understeered. Um, it's just, he was pushing it on a, on a, on a, uh, on an angle for a turn that he hadn't done before and he lost it. But I, no, and a lot of guys were doing the same thing on that turn. Like Kimmy almost dated. I don't know if you saw that, but that's a veteran driver. Um, it, I mean, that speed and the, the, I mean, just some of those turns. You, yeah, you don't, you do not have any wiggle room. Um, and if you and get, imagine going I, too, imagine going too wide into that with the with the championship implications. Imagine pushing it, and um, to give the listener more reference here, Chase, like. Imagine it's Lewis trying to get past Max Verstappen because we don't know if Lewis is going to do the same thing as he's done, which is to take a five-spot penalty um, because of because of an engine, right? Because he loves to bring in that crazy Mercedes engine, and they've just said basically, prove us wrong. We're going to take an engine penalty every race because we're that much faster than Red Bull. If Lewis does that again, he'll be hunting again, you know, and and ho- and it's a risky one because number one, we don't know if it's a really good track for overtaking. Yeah. If it is a DRS um, train, as we were saying, and Lewis starts seventh or eighth and he doesn't move, that's the championship, right? Lewis needs to finish higher than seventh. I think he can finish seventh. That's it to even have a chance. Yeah. Um, but Lewis really needs to finish top. But if they if they if they do push it, Chase. What? What if one of them crashes? Because if one of them doesn't finish this race, the championship could be over. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, that would be a nightmare f- scenario for, for us and all, I'm sure all the fans, you, you, even if you're the big, biggest Max, um, biggest Red Bull fan, I don't think you want to see um, the season end like that. Uh, but no, it's, it's going to be fascinating. And like, we were talking about like that advantageous turn of like starting back. And, and if if it's worth it for these top two teams that are on I me mean, so much faster than the rest of this field to, to, to take any advantage they can, even if they have to fight through some cars, but yeah, I mean, no one knows this track so far. So, I mean, a, you don't want to be caught up in any, any sort of craziness. I mean, we're seeing guys crash without other vehicles on the road. Um, you don't want to be Lewis kind of fighting behind some junk in that turn 22. And someone is just trying to get this fast, like, position i get i mean you just never know what could happen and then your season's over so there's that and then the mercedes really it's been so good in open air 
but it's just not like quite as fast behind other vehicles. I mean, we're seeing Lewis drive it so well, but it's it's not a car built. I mean, like as much as the Red Bull is to kind of come from behind. Yeah, I think you know we'll we'll have to see. Like you said, I mean, none of these drivers have have raced a circuit or you know a full race there since it's brand new at Jeddah. Um, I think it's really going to be interesting to see how these drivers handle some of these really high speed tight turns with the barriers without any runoff area. Because another thing is that if you start to even have guys like Mazepin and Schumacher, who also put it into a barrier just on the tire, but he still put it into a barrier today during practice. Imagine one of, one of the scenarios is not true. Imagine, imagine you can overtake a lot on this track, which is everybody's, you know, to everybody's delight. Um, if you're lapping a bunch of people, that means that you end up being behind slower people who are a lap behind you. Um, so imagine, uh, imagine Mazepin, um, doing what Leclerc did as an inexperienced driver, uh, Mazepin spinning out and then hitting a barrier, you know, that could cause for some problems for Lewis. Like imagine one of the championship drivers being taken out by some other driver that's booked it into the side of the wall. I mean, I just, we have not talked about circuits that have this much of a crash expectation. I have just seen it so much in the previews for this race and I hope it doesn't affect the championship. I really hope it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm, we're destined to see some sort of fireworks. I, I've been saying it we're owed. I mean, I don't, oh yeah, I don't want to see anyone hurt or any results too muddled by um, what could happen, but it just feels like we're due. There just hasn't been much in the way of safety flags or. Um, yeah, there have not it, been it, red flags. There's, and that, yeah. and that's cool for like shake up. And if you do have a red flag and have a restart, which we've had a couple more this year than, than in past years. But um, now fans are like wanting that, like the more set, um, restarts that we can have as opposed to a, to a, you know, a moving restart. Um, it's so fun just to see those cars light up again. Cause it's just another opportunity to bunch the pack up and have overtaking, but I'm really excited for it. I mean, these cars are, are posting flying laps. And also one other thing I wanted to say is that it's, it's a track that has a ton of turns, but they're not really, really sharp turns. A lot of them are like continued straights, similar to Monza, which is what we said. So maybe similar to Monza, um, maybe this is where McLaren starts to get some sort of form. They were decent in the first practice, and they were decent in the second. I think their qualifying pace should be decently strong tomorrow. 100%. It's... It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm sure we'll be, be talking early tomorrow about it. But um, fascinating to see, I mean, not just how like they qualify with the new power units and if Red Bull can find any pace to kind of go up against Mercedes. Mercedes just feels like it's like the sprinter at the end of the marathon that you just you feel bad for the guy that's been leading the whole time. But that's what it's looked like. I don't know what tricks um, Helmet and, and uh, Horner have, but I mean, there are veterans in this game like, they could be saving a punch or two. Um, so fascinating to see tomorrow for that. And then ultimately, yeah, to see kind of what Toto decides to do um, with the penalties and Lewis particularly. So that's going to be fun. Watch out for Gasly. That's my last thing. I mean, he finished three in FP2, which got cut short by five minutes. I think a lot of lapper, or drivers were going to be trying to do some fast lap qualifying type pace. Um, and then Leclerc, 
uh, put it into the wall. So that, that cut a lot of guys, you know, results short, but Gasly was very impressive in FP one um, and FP two. And Alonzo was impressive in FP one. If you really look at like practice results for the listener that doesn't pay attention to practice, if you finish in the top five or top seven in practice, it's, it's an extremely strong indicator for the race, um, especially in FP2. FP1, a lot of drivers have different strategies. They're focused on full race pace where they're trying to go long stints on tires. But a lot of qualifying, um, a lot of qualifying sims are done in FP2. So if you have guys finishing fifth and sixth, um, even from a betting perspective, you're you're looking really sharp for the race if if you're top five or six in FP two. So Gasly finishing third is extremely strong, um, and he's he's a very polished driver. So in a tight track like this, I could see him doing very well tomorrow. Chase, I wish one of us put him on our podium. I know I I missed that. I mean, I should have gone back to it because I obviously had him predicted there. What was that rate? I think Brazil maybe I had him there, but. Um, I was feeling very much like, oh, shoot, it makes so much sense. He feels like he is so good in, like, not random, but, like, these, like, newer, like, Singapore, obviously. Give him like, the Red Bull seat. Like, Give him the Red Bull yeah. seat. My God, this guy is just bawling out there. It's crazy. There's just too much bad blood. I don't know, even if Porter came, like, hat in hand back to him, do you think he takes it, or is he, like, F you. I, not that, I mean... I guess these guys aren't That's really- what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. I think they've interviewed Gasly and he said his goal is to get back to Red Bull. It's just a bummer. Like, yeah. we're used to so many other sports where there's 30 teams and, you know, uh, an NBA player can say, F you pay me um, or, or just like demand a trade, you know, or somebody's like, oh, wow, I have a superstar that I'm not going to be able to afford in the offseason. So I'm going to trade him now to get something. Formula One is like two year contracts. Um, commitments to other racers there's also these sponsorships that come along with it you know sergio perez has a lot of money attached to it which helps red bull in some sort of way for sponsorship money gasly doesn't necessarily have that so it's a little bit of a bummer again we've talked about it i don't want to beat a dead horse but like why are you renewing ocon for like three years um i I would have liked to him at least to go to a different um I would have liked for Gasly to at least go to a different group because I, I just don't like the Red Bull driver program. I think they've thrown too many really, really solid drivers to the curb. Um, and I like Checo. I like Checo. And I somebody could go to the last pod or two pods ago and literally play what I'm saying right now again because I'm just trying to make it happen. But give Gasly some respect. Give him a damn ride. Don't put him in the freaking AlphaTauri. Like, come on. I know. <laughs> Talk about getting pace out of the car. But um yeah, he's he's I mean, I really like him. He's he's a really easy guy to root for, uh, a really fun driver. Um him and Leclerc rivalry I think will become pretty fun if, if either of those guys can kind of get Imagine pace Gasly in a Ferrari. I know. I mean I don't Imagine think- him in a McLaren. I yeah. mean shit, Gasly may t- Gasly may replace my guy. Gasly could replace Ricardo if Ricardo doesn't get it figured out next year. I know crazier things have happened. I would be, yeah. I mean, if I was any other team, I would be like chomping at the bit to get this guy. But I mean, it's it's such a weird sport in that way. It, not in the, we, it's just weird that like there's just only so many teams that matter. So like you either like hang on too long, like you're Seb at Ferrari, and like like obviously like 
it was a dream to follow Schumacher and like that's yeah. the red car. Like there's just so much. It's like playing for the Lakers or playing for the Yankees. It's got that kind of um, cachet to it. But he was, I mean, he was just not really getting things done to a certain degree there. Um, but that was kind of the state of the team at the time. So you can't really blame him. But like this just, this shit just kind of happens. Uh, it's, it's fun to watch. Um, any, any other parting thoughts, Johnny? No, I, I really don't. I think um, there's not a lot to talk about because we have not raced here before. I think we talked about the speed of the circuit. I think it's going to be a pretty fun one to watch, and it's not as it's not at a, a, a bad time for us in Los Angeles. I think it's at 9 a.m., so we'll be able to actually tune into it. Um, and fingers crossed that we get some sort of 1-2 or 1-3, and we go into the final race uh, in Abu Dhabi, with championship implications. I think it'd be really, really cool to go into the final race of the season. And I think everybody should tune into that. I think that's what we should probably watch it together. Chase, um, that final, that final race, just to, just to see oh, yeah, we have to. who's got it. Um, cause that's a fun race and that's one that we'll do a bigger preview for, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, good luck with Sebastian Vettel getting the, uh, the third spot. <laughs> oh, don't remind. I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance. He's a good driver. He's not going to make mistakes. He's going to manage. There's, you know, knock on wood, we don't see anything crazy. But if we do, um, we'll, he, he could make it out of the fray. So, um, Johnny, it was a pleasure. Enjoy your Friday night. And uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Chase. Go Lakers. Go Lakers.